0: and socially significant. We go now to the pulpit of Mayflower Congregational UCC Church of Oklahoma City and to the preaching and teaching of Reverend Dr. Lori Walkie.
1: Will you pray with me? As you have noticed, Holy One, it is increasingly difficult these days for us to speak, pray, or post without calling for you to smite some of our neighbors, even those of us who don't believe you're into smiting people. We want to justify this instinct by citing the numerous imprecatory prayers we find in the book of Psalms. Our ancestors of faith, after all, prayed that the wicked would have their teeth break in their mouths and that they would be blotted out from the book of the living. Some of us are willing to copy and paste those prayers. The rest of us are a bit more passive and are willing to let people just suffer the natural consequences of ingesting enough ivermectin to literally kill a horse. (laughs) Either way, we are hanging onto our own humanity by a very thin thread. But we repeatedly run into scripture that urges us, do not repay evil with evil but do what is good. And you have heard it said, but I say to you, oh, that our hearts would not become hardened, but instead more resolved, resolved to be angry, but not sin. Resolved to worry about the plank in our own eye. Resolved to love our neighbors as ourselves. But also, Holy One, send help. With urgency we pray. Amen. Our scripture lesson this morning comes from the book of 1 Kings, chapter 19, Verses 4 through 8. But Elijah himself went a day's journey into the wilderness and came and sat down under a solitary broom tree. He asked that he might die. It is enough. Now, O Lord, take away my life, for I am no better than my ancestors. Then he lay down under the broom tree and fell asleep. Suddenly an angel touched him and said to him, Get up and eat. He looked, and there at his head was a cake baked on hot stones and a jar of water. He ate and drank and lay down again. The angel of the Lord came a second time, touched him, and said, Get up and eat, otherwise the journey will be too much for you. He got up and ate and drank. Then he went in the strength of that food for forty days and forty nights to Horeb, the mount of God. Here ends the reading from our tradition. May God grant to us wisdom and courage for interpretation. In our reading, the prophet Elijah is on a journey, an arduous journey, filled with peril and terror. We find him on that journey in the wilderness. At the end of his strength, he has nothing left, literally asking God to kill him so he won't have to face another day. The backdrop of the story, how we got to this moment, is Elijah's dramatic and very violent defeat of Baal's prophets in 1 Kings chapter 18. In a mountaintop scene worthy of a blockbuster action film, Elijah calls down fire from heaven, decimating his opponents, and somehow in that, proving to everyone that Yahweh is the true God. But when the showdown is over, Elijah is not elated. He's frightened and bewildered and depressed and suicidal. It's possible that he's starting to process what just happened. I mean, it was a lot of blood, a lot of blood shed in the name of religion, What is for certain is that all of that violence, all of that blood, didn't solve anything. The cycle of violence continues because, of course, violence begets violence begets violence begets violence. Elijah's slaughter of all of Baal's priests resulted in Queen Jezebel putting a bounty on Elijah's own head, This is why he's on the run, why we find him sitting under a tree hoping to die. In a not shocking but still surprising move, Elijah crashes, falls asleep. It's surprising insofar as he's still under a death warrant, and it seems like he should still be on his feet, putting more distance between himself and Queen Jezebel. But it's not shocking that he falls asleep because of the science that connects trauma and sleep. Research shows that in general, sleep helps us make sense of our emotions. Sleep plays a key role in encoding information based on experiences from the day. Sleep is also thought to be an early prevention strategy for post-traumatic stress disorders. Basically, the body does what the body needs, and in this case, Elijah needs to sleep. What happens next is one of the most gentle and tender passages in Scripture. Elijah awakens to the touch of an angel who says, get up and eat. When Elijah looks around, he sees that the angel has prepared a cake baked on hot stones and a jar of water for him to eat and drink. And Elijah, still sleepy and perhaps still a little despondent, nibbles and sips at it. But because he is still not fully recovered, he goes back to bed. And it is at this point that the angel starts grandma guilting him. You're as thin as a rail! I didn't do all of this cooking just for you to push the food around your plate. Or in angel speak, get up and eat, otherwise the journey will be too much for you. And at this second invitation, Elijah eats in earnest, and his strength is renewed. The text goes on to note that the prophet perseveres in his journey after eating the angel's cake. In fact, he's able to endure 40 days and 40 nights on the nourishment of that one meal. Or, in other words, Elijah has been given bread to carry, bread for the road, bread for hope, bread for the long haul. Of all the things we might learn from this story, the most important one might be that we should never underestimate the spiritual power of a nap and a snack. There is much to love in this story, As Debbie Thomas notes, I love that the angel prepares Elijah's meal right in front of him as Elijah snores away, only rousing the prophet when breakfast is ready. I love that the cake is warm and fragrant from the hot stones. I love that it's cake. More importantly, I love that the angel is persistent in their efforts to pull Elijah out of his depression. The angel wakes him twice and prods him until he eats THE WHOLE MEAL. THESE ARE IMPORTANT LESSONS IN HOW TO CARE FOR SOMEONE. THE ANGEL NEVER DISMISSES ELIJAH'S FEELINGS. SHE NEVER SAYS, CALM DOWN, ELIJAH, YOU'RE GETTING TESTERICAL. TESTERICAL, A WORD WHICH COMES FROM THE MEDICAL LATIN WORD TESTERIUS, WHICH DESCRIBES A MALE HORMONAL CONDITION an adjective meaning affected by or deriving from wildly uncontrolled emotions thought to be caused by a dysfunction of the testes. (laughs) You may be more familiar with the word hysterical, which is also wildly unhelpful to use in almost any situation. The angel never minimizes the difficulties of Eliza's situation, the angel never says You've survived the worst of it, or God never gives you any more than you can handle. Yuck and yikes. No. The angel says, eat. Eat because the journey is hard. Eat because you won't ever make it on your own. Eat because God longs to nourish you in ways that will save your life. The angel also doesn't spiritualize Elijah's exhaustion with, No rest for the wicked, and the righteous don't need it. The angel doesn't glorify how busy Elijah has been. The angel doesn't offer Elijah a shortcut. The journey is his to make, and it can't be sidestepped. But, the angel says, Elijah can choose how he makes the journey— He can decide what condition he'll be in when he embarks, famished or fed, strengthened or weak, accompanied or alone. He gets to choose. And so do we. I know that many of us are tired and depressed We are exhausted from the toll of the last year and a half, and we know that we have more road to travel in this global pandemic. But we can choose how we continue the journey, famished or fed, strengthened or weak, accompanied or alone. For starters, we might consider not speaking of when COVID is over, but instead aim for When COVID is more managed, it might be helpful to shift away from thinking of a total end point so that we can start imagining what the markers are of successfully managed. Perhaps we draw from the image of the angel in this story and our focus on caring for one another well, no dismissing, no minimizing, but also not normalizing this exhaustion. We are each other's keeper. We might also take Elijah's lead, who does, in fact, accept help. Some of us struggle with this a little bit. So the questions for us are, will we recognize the angels that come into our lives? Will we accept an invitation when it is offered? Will we be able to look back and see that the connections we made during this time enabled us to endure the proverbial 40 days and 40 nights ahead of us? We get to choose. But just in case any of us are undecided at this point, we're gonna test the waters by trying out a snack. (laughs) Communion an act of thanksgiving and mutual sharing, a prayer for presence and unity, a sign of hope for a world marked by justice, love, and peace. So I'd like for everyone here and there to make sure they have their elements of communion and the liturgy of communion in front of them that's in your bulletin. And if you will join me in our invitation to the table. Come, you who are waiting from the depths of sorrow and pain or the heights of joy. Come, you who have been hoping for a graduation like it used to be, a memorial service to say goodbye, for church to feel familiar again, Come, you who are still waiting for a job, a day off, to meet friends for a night out, or good news. Come, for there is a chair for everyone at God's table. I invite you now to take your elements of communion and hold them in front of you, and let us bless them with a word of prayer. Gracious God, in whose open hand we place our own, whether we met you long ago or in this very moment, send your spirit of life and blessing upon all of us gathered here and there, near and far, so that this bread that is broken will still provide nourishment, and the cup that is poured will assure us of your forgiveness when we fall short. We pray in your holy name, Amen. Jesus told us that when we eat the bread and drink the cup, we are to do so in remembrance of him. So when we come to the table, we remember. We remember that we are to love God with all our hearts, souls, mind, and strength. When we come to the table, we remember that we are to love our neighbors as ourselves. When we come to the table, we remember to ask for forgiveness and to offer it. When we come to the table, we remember that Jesus blew the meaning of family wide open to include every single one of us because all of us are in need of all the family we can get We are in need of virtual family, masked family, essential family, six feet away family, church family, friend family, all kinds of kinds of family. Even if we cannot see all of our family, we know that when we gather around the same table to hear the words of Jesus that we have repeated for centuries, that we are truly in one place. This is my body, broken for you. And this is the cup of the new covenant poured out to give hope for the world. Eat the bread and drink the cup and do so in memory of me. It is in the name of Jesus that we do so now. Join me now in our prayer of thanksgiving said in unison. Holy One, you draw us together to feast at the table, whether we are shoulder to shoulder or miles away. We are grateful for the invitation to rest and to be fed. The journey is long and hard, but communion assures us that we are not alone. May the bread and the cup be our reminder that as we go out from this place, We carry with us the power of love that can heal, repair, and restore. Make our hearts and our hands ready. We pray in your holy name. Amen. If you will rise in body or in spirit, we will go with a word of blessing. And now may the power of God and the peace of our teacher Jesus go with every one of us, abiding in us, lifting us up, and making us whole. Let us go in peace, pray for peace, wage a little peace, and love one another, every single other. Amen.
0: You've been listening to the preaching and teaching of Reverend Dr. Lori Walkie, senior minister at Mayflower Congregational UCC Church in Oklahoma City. More information about the church can be found at www.mayflowerucc.org or by visiting Mayflower's Facebook page. Worship services are currently online only premiering at 11 a.m. on Mayflower's Facebook page. Mayflower is located on Northwest 63rd Street in Oklahoma City, one block west of Portland. Thank you for listening.